last 30 seconds <laughs> i know you guys julie and i are trying to be on top of things and record things in advance what can you even believe it nonsense i know it really is blasphemy <laughs> how dare we not be on the very edge of not delivering things that we've promised <laughs> how dare we not show up a week late <laughs> I know. Yeah, we really are sorry for the times that's happened. That's been my bad. No, well, I mean, I'm sure if both of us knew how to edit, we would be able to do things faster. (laughs) Oh, you're going to share some blame with me. Oh, that's nice. I'll share some blame because I'm useless. (laughs) It is true. We haven't really joked about how you only barely know what a podcast is in a while. literally don't understand podcasts <laughs> uh welcome to that world welcome to our podcast yeah and also welcome to our podcast thank you guys for being here welcome to paranormal captivity Woo, the first time we've introduced it before we started telling the story <laughs> i know well maybe that happened because i actually don't know the story this time you and don't i don't <laughs> You mean I have to tell the whole story? You have to tell the whole story. The whole story. You guys are in for a treat today. Yes, yes, yes. Going to be talking the whole time. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, we decided to do kind of like uh, we did the ghost cats. Uh, a couple weeks back and we'll definitely revisit that at some time too or at some point but yeah this time we decided to do um we decided to make julia read this time instead and uh tell us what you're reading jules i'm reading the cat who has (gasps) 14 tails sorry i gasped through what you actually said the name of the 14 tails oh right it's 14 tails (laughs) that's right i knew that (laughs) yes yeah, so this is, don't get too excited, everyone. We are not going to hear from Coco or Yum Yum or Quillerin. This is the uh, Lillian Jackson Braun short stories book. So yeah. she had 14 little short stories in here, and I read two of them, and we'll see how long I can talk about one. And if I run out of things to say, we will talk about the second one. <laughs> oh, okay. Perfect, perfect. 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 Mm. Okay. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I'll cut that out. <laughs> <laughs> and the who's. And the who's it. So, um, the story that I read a long time ago and reread today is called the fluffy phenomenon oh okay one more time 
the fluffy phenomenon. Spell fluffy for me. Fluff pie. Oh, I.E. Okay. Okay. Yes. I'm on board. Yes. So the fluffy phenomenon, I will not give away because it only comes in in like the very last sentence at the end of the short story. And I was a little bit disappointed by the name. (laughs) Oh, okay. I mean, it's so I will. I don't even know how to do this without giving everything away. (laughs) But build us up, Julia. Don't tear us down. Yes. So yeah, no, the it this one I actually very much enjoyed and the ending is really cute and really fun. But oh, yeah, I got to the end and it was like the fluffy phenomenon. Like, why did they call it the fluffy phenomenon? Like, this doesn't make sense. Oh, so it's only the title that you're disappointed in, not the ending. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yes. That's good to know. I feel like she could have come up with a better name besides Fluffy. Okay. But, you know, it makes sense. All right. I guess. You'll have to convince us of that because I have no idea what a fluffy is at the moment. Do you want to guess? Ooh, a fluffy. Well, my first guess is that it's a cat name. But it my... is not a cat name. Ooh, okay. In that case, is it the fat pouches that wobble under a cat when they run? Oh, you know, it does sound like that, but it's not. Damn it. Yeah. Uh... Hmm. Is it like is it like a what a cat calls a flounder maybe? No. <laughs> You're not even close. Oh, well then I have no more guesses. <laughs> okay, that's fine. Um so I'm trying to remember what the names of these characters are. <laughs> oh no, and I can't even help you no you can't so the this is told from a first person perspective so i think it's i would say lily and jackson Braun talking oh so it's not from the cat's perspective it is not from a cat's perspective it's from a human perspective it's from a a woman's perspective so there is the two main characters are a man and a a woman husband and wife Mm -hmm. and they're uh so they, they actually are catless. They're a <gasps> catless couple. Oh, no. Yeah. Cat free and sad about it. No, they actually don't miss it. They don't, they don't know what they're missing. So it starts off with um, them agreeing to pet sit. Oh, okay. Yeah. So her sister, Geraldine, has a cat named Sinsin. Sinsin? Sinsin. S-I-N dash S-I-N. Okay. Sinsin. Or sign sign, you know, if you're a a math nerd. Oh, all right. I'm not, but I think I kind of get it. (laughs) Okay, great. Yeah, so Geraldine, the sister, is traveling and needs someone to pet sit Sinsin, her Siamese, her young baby Siamese cat. It's a little kitten. Little Bigfoot. Well, it's a little Bigfoot, little Aww. little lady Bigfoot. Oh. <laughs> um. So, the she she gives this cat to her sister. Actually, she, um, like ships this cat <laughs> to her sister from somewhere else. They go to pick up this cat by itself at the airport. It's a little, really yeah. That's it's aggressive like, pet setting. Right. Exactly. I'm kind of like who 
man, can you just like find a pet sitter in your own city? Like that's so weird. Yeah. But you know, maybe I don't know. It's like a her like prized pedigree. Like she's planning to breed this cat. Oh. So it's you know one of those like fancy show cats. It's like a Mr. Business. Um. Have you seen that Bob's Burgers episode yet? Mm, no. Oh, it's so good. Everyone should go watch the Mr. Business episode. <laughs> okay, great. I do love Bob's Burgers. Oh, it's so good. So good. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. So anyway, they, uh, this couple whose names I don't, Howard, Howard is the husband. Um, uh-huh. the, they go to pick up this cat from the airport with, like, very vague instructions. They just get like she's really easy you'll love her she's like good with technology and like don't let her outside because i'm gonna breed her and so i don't want her to come in contact with other cats she's good with technology what kind of weird yeah is that weird oh actually that's not how well so they describe her the sister describes her as a mechanical cat oh so this isn't a real cat oh it's real cat (laughs) I'm confused. <laughs> it's a weird way to describe. It's a weird way to describe a cat that's good with technology. <laughs> okay, so this cat like is like a mechanic or like works at Apple is like at the Genius Bar. Yeah, so something like that. So <laughs> they... <laughs> So the first thing that happens, they they get this cat in the car and it's like this cute little shy cat is like sitting in its cage and its little like carrier that and it just got off the plane and so they're like oh she's like she's probably scared like we'll just let her be for a little bit yeah but they I think they it sounds I think they end up taking her out of the carrier because I don't really know how else this would have happened but so they take her out of the carrier at least like unzip it or something and they make a pit stop to pick up some like cat treats or cat toys or something to help her get like adjusted to their house better Oh, God. Yeah. So they come back out and she like totally pulled a a cocoa and yum yum. Like they come back out and their car is just like surrounded by people <gasps> like this whole crowd. And they're like, oh, my God, what's what's happening? And they look and she's just like sitting on the hood of their car. <laughs> OK, can we pause for a minute so that I can say now that this has happened twice in Lillian Jackson Braun writings, there's yeah, no way it probably I'm, happened in her life. I just <laughs> yes, one hundred percent. There's no way that I am gonna believe that that did not actually happen to her in real life. Yeah. That whatever the cat was doing, that there was a crowd of people around her car, ogling yeah. her cat doing whatever. <laughs> okay, or maybe she just crowds around other people's cars <laughs> and ogles at their. <laughs> oh my god, she's a chronic uh, uh, cat ogler, <laughs> cat car ogler. <laughs> maybe maybe she's like no guys writing it into my book it's normal yeah yeah definitely yeah that's just her thing but anyway so these this couple comes back out and they're like oh my god the cat's out so the cat's like sitting on the the roof of the car the hood of the car Mm -hmm. um so they kind of like they're like oh my god nobody move nobody scare this cat right we don't know what's gonna happen we don't know like her personality who she is so they like gently corral her back into the car and it sounds like no problem you know whatever just a fluke everyone's safe get back in start going again Mm -hmm. they make it like 
a few minutes down the road and all of a sudden they 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 feel wind <laughs> and they look they look back and little Simpson has is like has the window open <gasps> and like has her head like out the window and is just like full like dogging it with like her jowls flapping and like okay yeah you, so. you can't see my face right now but my mouth is open because <laughs> it's hysterical that I just was joking about this happening in Lillian Jackson Braun's life this has actually happened in my life before <laughs> oh your your cat knows how to roll down windows too well so that one time so we had just gotten Murphy it was like November and then we like didn't have anyone to pet sit didn't know any pet sitters it was too close to Christmas so that's when I took it was when you were still in Albania and I took Murphy back to Virginia with me Mm -hmm. which was quite the nightmare as you know traveling with a cat who doesn't want to be traveling Um, totally but that's not even the whole thing so like we went to you know Christmas flew back home John picked us up from the airport and you know we got into the car we closed all the you know doors locked them and we let her out because we were like, oh, it's parking. She's been in the bag for, you know, however. I mean, the flight alone from the East Coast back here is like almost six hours, not to mention like, you know, two hours on each side, like just so long. Mm-hmm. So we let her out in the car and we were driving, but we we're almost back home. And all same exact thing. We all of a sudden felt wind and we were like, what that we looked at each other realized that neither of us had rolled the window down and we're like what the fuck (laughs) like lost our minds and looked back and realized that murphy was in the back seat and she was just standing so majestically on (laughs) the armrest in the back seat behind the behind me behind the passenger seat Mm -hmm. and she had just stepped on the on the window the like roll down automatic window Uh roll down and it was just rolling down and she was just like looking like the happiest camper I have ever seen she was so (laughs) pleased with herself yeah and of course we both like panicked and I just like leapt John like probably crashed the car I don't even remember it was like losing his (laughs) mind I like leapt over the back seat and like scared I really shouldn't have done it that way because I probably could have scared her like out the window but she ran the other way and I just rolled the window back up and then we promptly stopped at a gas station and like all just collapsed into tears (laughs) we were like oh my god you almost got lost on the 405 you idiot (laughs) (laughs) which also funny not to derail us too hard but it was also on that stretch of the 405 where you and I like accidentally like had our own little personal family fender bender (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> do you remember that oh my gosh i was like where are you going with this i don't remember the 405 at all <laughs> it was when like i don't remember who it was but we were both in the car together and we were like or no we were we had different family members in each of our cars it was when you lived in san diego and we we're yeah. like driving everyone around and we like definitely one of us hit the other one and we were like well keep going <laughs> <laughs> um you hit me i did not <laughs> Okay, here's what I'll say about that. I thought it was that. (laughs) You came up so close to me and I had a stick shift and we were on a hill. (laughs) Okay, it was perfectly flat. It was not. It was the hill of the 405. We were in stopped traffic and you rolled backwards into me. Is this what everyone came here to hear us bicker about? (laughs) yeah and it was like it was like a 10 second process 
<laughs> oh god you know someone was probably like trying to like do some kind of weird family direction thing in the car and i was probably not paying attention but you know my favorite part of that whole thing is that there were definitely people around us that saw that happen and like of course neither was pulled over to the side everyone was like oh hit and run <laughs> we were like no we're just family and just don't care don't care and are also being assholes <laughs> Yeah, no, I remember that so specifically because I was in the focus behind you. And as soon as you started rolling back, (laughs) mom was in the passenger seat next to me. As soon as you started rolling, mom was like, break, break, break. And I was like, my foot is on the brake. I am not moving. (laughs) She was like, oh my God, you're going to hit her brake. I'm like, this isn't me. I love that she was even in the car and somehow thought that it was your fault. <laughs> I was like, I literally can do nothing to stop this because it's not my car. <laughs> oh, God. Well, you know. <laughs> what happens on the 405 stays on the stays on (laughs) until you talk about it in a podcast until you talk about it to lots of people or to no one maybe it's just still mom (laughs) do you remember that mom (laughs) oh god mom's texting one of us right now to be like hello oh god so full circle it was stop stop talking about our family (laughs) please don't air our grievances to the public (laughs) oh god that was so great um (laughs) and um yeah uh but yeah it was that same portion of the 405 where murphy rolled down the window (laughs) and we lost our minds so maybe that was a little karma yeah there there you go (laughs) oh sorry not to have derailed us so hard um Mm -hmm. no that's fine (laughs) so simpson rolled the window down yes so yeah, so Simpson rolled the window down. And it's really funny because through the entire thing, it's like these people don't know or understand cats because they've never had one before. And so you get the like, the kind of like the sister obviously is like, fine, like, yeah, I'll, I'll watch your cat. Like, no problem. The husband's like, I want nothing to do with this. <laughs> don't bother me with it. And like, pretty immediately you see like, there's no don't bother me with this <laughs> oh like he loves the cat yeah like well i mean like this cat is already a terror in the first like 30 seconds like he knows how to open doors and knows how to roll down windows oh i see like there's... like it's this just like I this see. tiny little monster that's just gonna like absolutely destroy their lives like you can already tell gotcha so his need for peace will not be yeah upheld yeah but you also see like they unzip the carrier and the cat comes out and they're both like, oh, she's beautiful. <laughs> they have that like moment of like, oh, this tiny little creature, like we have to take care of it at all costs. Um, so they they definitely panic a little bit when she gets out and when she rolls down the window. Which, but fair. they do, yeah, been there, done yeah. that. <laughs> totally fair, especially like this is not their cat. Like if they lose it, like right, they won't just be sad. They'll have to deal with an angry family member yeah for sure <laughs> like when they hit on the 405 yes <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
anyway, so, so they, moving they on. do make it home. Oh, good. I thought for some reason I thought the whole story was gonna be like them just off them the road. trying to get yeah. Home. <laughs> no, they do make it home. They make it home in the first couple pages. Um, so they get Sin Sin inside, and they're like, "Oh my god, this beautiful little creature! Like she's so." you know fragile and and scared and we have such an ordeal getting back like we need to like help her adjust and you know get her all set up so they kind of like put her in like a little area and like set all of her stuff up with like you know like the little bed the the commode Mm, yes the turkey roaster yes something like that (laughs) um yeah, and then they're like, okay, well, you know, she's she's good to go. Like, we can go out to dinner and kind of, like, let her get adjusted while we are out and about so she doesn't have anyone, like, interfering while she, like, sniffs around. Okay, okay. Yeah, so far so good. So they come back to their house and there is a crowd around their house. What? And, like, police cars. Oh, God! <laughs> and they're like oh my god what is happening so they get out and they're like um hello this is our house like someone tell us what's going on and the police like storm up to them and they're like how dare you leave your stereo on so loud (laughs) the whole neighborhood woke up and like everyone is bothered and we've gotten so many noise complaints like what were you thinking and they were like oh no like our stereo is broken like we don't like we've been trying to fix it we don't know like it just like maybe it just does that so they kind of like smooth things over go back inside and they're like oh poor poor Sinsin like she's all like cowering in a corner because this stereo is on like loud enough to wake the dead and like call the cops but but well that's just kind of it they're like oh, oh yeah poor, poor Sinsin turn the radio off I was gonna say I thought that like... okay never mind maybe I won't say anything until the end yeah I mean, they're like figuring this out. Like, obviously, we know what happened, but like, I'm just—they're rem- not—they're ca- not cat people. I'm just remembering that she's a mechanical cat. She is a mechanical <laughs> cat. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And we know how crafty cats are, but like, they don't yet. I mean, it is true though that none of my cats can like splice wires yet. I mean, they can like <laughs> shoot through wires. I'm not sure they could like yeah. put them back together though. Yeah. So. This cat, I I mean, I don't think she's splicing wires either. I think she just likes on-off switches. Oh, I mean, that's fair. Yeah. Don't we all? <laughs> don't we all? <laughs> yeah, so the next morning they wake up and they're, like, trying to make breakfast and, like, all of their appliances are unplugged. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, and so they, like, they the same thing happens, like, while they're eating breakfast, after they plug all their appliances back in, they're eating <laughs> breakfast, and the stereo goes on again, and they're oh. like, oh my god, the stereo, what is happening? Like, some, like, weird stereo keeps going on and off, so they go in and check, and Sin Sin's over there, like, pressing all the buttons. Aww. And so they're like, oh, look at that, like, she's so cute, like, it's, you know, amazing, she's so brilliant. <laughs> and so then it just, like, goes through, so they take care of her for a couple of weeks, and like basically the rest of the story is just them like trying to keep her away from their appliances <laughs> <laughs> like she turns TVs on and off she turns stereos on and off they can't lock her in the bathroom because she'll turn the faucet on and like run up their water bill oh my god wow 
yeah she um they came back one afternoon and she had like burned out their coffee grinder because she turned it <laughs> off and left it oh my god yeah so like basically any like knobs buttons flashy things like they had to hide like under rugs and like in cabinets and they kept being like it's okay like it's only a couple weeks and then like halfway through the week they're like maybe we should get our own cat like this is, this is great like we love her even though she's like obviously like a terror <laughs> so the the last little like getting to the end they've like kind of I think I feel like they've gotten the hang of it a little bit they've like cat proofed their house little by little mm-hmm. um so then like last we're in like the home stretch here with like a few days left to their to their cat sitting oh, they're about to give up their little new little love yeah so last little uh twist i guess last little sin sin surprise <laughs> she uh she goes into heat <gasps> she comes she comes of age oh my god while in there yeah and so they're like okay well you know fine like she's you know being even more of a terror now because i don't know if you've ever had a cat in heat but they are a very annoying yeah, i don't think i have ari was though right is that what you're yeah referring to ari, yeah so i didn't get ari down to the vet because i was i was like a three-hour bus ride away from like a reputable vet that could um spay her without me fearing for her life so oh. it took me a while to get her down there yeah so she went into heat a couple of times but yeah just very loud very like needy um just not I wouldn't say it was a pleasant experience. Did she fix any of your appliances? She didn't fix any of my appliances. <laughs> um, and luckily that was before she knew how to open a window. Oh, yeah. Thank God. Oh, my God. <laughs> because that would have been an absolute nightmare. Yeah, that would have been so bad. Yeah. You but... wouldn't have had, you would have had like <clears throat> 10 extra Aries that you were getting cat passports for. Yeah. I don't. Yeah, no, I don't know what I would have done that would have been just atrocious but anyway so little little extra terror since sin is a little extra terrible in the last couple of days so one night they were just like oh my gosh we can't like sleep with this cat in our room anymore so they lock her in like I'm assuming it's something akin to like our laundry room kind of like a side room on like the side of the house that's like probably kind of far away from Uh the bedroom so they they put her in there and they're like it'll be fine like there's no running water for her to turn on there's no like electronics like we'll just put her in there for the night and she'll be okay does she do all their laundry to make up for it no she doesn't unfortunately (laughs) (laughs) they wake up in the middle of the night to just like it sounds like someone's being murdered oh no yeah, so they, they go and they're like, oh no, something terrible is happening. Oh, what no. is this? So they go um, into the room and they open the door and they just see like sparks everywhere. Oh no. They're like, oh my God, what is this? They turn, they like flip on the lights really fast. Turns out wasn't sparks. It was little glowing kitty eyes. <gasps> She gave birth in that amount of time? No! She had opened, like, one of their old, like, it must have been an old house. She had opened the milk chute and let in every stray cat. (laughs) 
<laughs> okay, that's actually really funny. In the entire neighborhood, their whole room was just like <laughs> Simpson and like every stray cat, like within miles. <laughs> but also now she's probably also pregnant. <laughs> oh yeah, for sure, hundred <laughs> percent. Oh my god, that's hysterical. So wait, what is the Flurpy yeah. incident? So they, so they send her back to the sister with apologies, with a note, just being like, uh, <laughs> sorry, your price guy is pregnant with, like, God knows what type of babies, because we don't know which of these cats impregnated her. <laughs> um, and so the we don't really get a response from the sister, except that, like, several weeks or months or whatever later, they just get, like, a shipment of kittens. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, no, I kind of love that. <laughs> <laughs> so the sister kept Simpson, and these th- this couple now has like a shipment of uh, <laughs> four kittens that end up being remarkably uh, well adept at operating machinery. Oh well, well, I wonder why. <laughs> and mechanical devices. So they, yeah, so they just had like this line of cats that uh are just like increasingly good (laughs) at like operating technology (laughs) that's awesome that's really funny yeah so I think they it sounded like they probably ended up giving away most if not all of the kittens but they opened up a halfway house for wayward or unwanted cats oh that's nice which is adorable they also opened up a boarding school for truly gifted (laughs) (laughs) and a placement bureau for upwardly mobile felines (laughs) oh my god okay which are fluffies upwardly mobile felines okay wait no i am not disappointed in that at all (laughs) Upwardly, mo- like I'm. I want a T-shirt of that. Upwardly mobile felines. Placement bureau for upwardly mobile felines. <laughs> no, like I'm making us a T-shirt that says that. So yeah, Bye. so that that is the fluffy phenomenon that oh. these yeah this adorable little mechanical cat gave birth to a line of fluffies. A line of fluffies. I cannot believe you were disappointed in that title. I fucking love that. Well, I guess I was expecting it to be, like, more of an acronym. Oh, I see. You're disappointed in the actual, like... Yeah. Because what is it? It's a... the, the what? Tell me again what it is. Um, uh, okay. So, it's a halfway house for wayward or unwanted cats, as well as a boarding school for the truly gifted and a placement bureau for upwardly mobile felines. Bureau for... It wouldn't make sense to me. It wouldn't make a word to be an acronym, but like... I mean, BUMF is still maybe, pretty cool. Maybe she could have. She could have made a word out of it. BUMF. BUMF. <laughs> <laughs> Down for that. Yeah. But yeah, anyway, I thought it was just like a fun, cute little story. Like, the, the way that she wrote it, it really... <laughs> I feel like it really encaptured the whole like this cat is ruining my life but I'm so enthralled yeah but I can't make <laughs> like, it I love stop. it so much yeah Aww. like we've had to overturn our entire house and it's only for a few weeks but maybe we should keep it going and get one of our own Aww. type of 
you know, I, I really feel like she like hit the nail on the head with that. That's awesome. Well, yeah, I mean, I really like that too. I think that might be one of my favorite of the 14 tales so far. Yeah, yeah, no, I think it is too. Oh, enjoyed it. Well, look at that. Yeah. Yes, indeed. You want to tell us one more story? Yeah, I can tell one more story. So the next one is, I will say, a little bit jarring. (laughs) Oh, why didn't you start with that one? (laughs) (laughs) It still has a good ending. Okay, all right. We're going to have to get through some painful parts first. Oh, no, Julia. I know. I didn't write it. (laughs) Well, then it's still your fault. (laughs) Yeah, it's still my fault. (laughs) Because I read it. Just like the accident on the 405. Okay, continue. (laughs) Totally my fault. Okay. So this one... Wait, let me find the title of this one. Oh, okay. So this one is called The Hero of Drummond Street. Okay, I do love that. That sounds like a great title so far. Yeah. So I (laughs) can't... I feel like I want to just like not go into very many details on this one. I'm just going to kind of like breeze through it because okay. it's it's a little traumatizing. Okay. Whoa. All right. Um so it, maybe it's not as traumatizing for like anyone who hasn't lived in a country that like hates animals but getting some getting some flashbacks here oh no yeah so this uh this book starts off with with an an unpleasant accident (gasps) oh god um so the the main characters the main family uh of the story are the jamesons okay so they have one child, Vernon. Okay. Little little Vernon. Vernon Dudley. Vernon, yeah, sure. Mm. Vernon Jameson. Oh, okay, okay. Um, and then Mr. and Mrs. Jameson, the parents. So it starts off with Vernon is in tears and like runs back into the house and is like, you know, totally traumatized. Um, meanwhile, there's this like gray and black black and white there's a hmm, doesn't say what color the cat is it does eventually say what color the cat is it's like a black and white cat or a big fluffy gray cat or i don't know something like that okay um so this this cat just kind of like meanders off to the to the side of the lawn and is kind of like watching um aloofly as this child (laughs) is like traumatized and like runs back into the house so I don't really like get what the accident is until uh, Mr. Jameson comes home. Mrs. Jameson is on the phone with him and she's like, something terrible has happened. Like you need to come back. Vernon is traumatized. Like this is terrible. Um, so we find out that uh, Vernon has pulled the tail off. <gasps> what? Yeah. So trauma number one for me is learning that this tail has fallen off of this cat oh god yeah so this cat is um name doesn't really have a name oh god they just call it the drooler oh god so i know it's like i don't know when this was written but lillian jackson brown is just doing her best to like just make this (laughs) like a tragedy from the beginning oh god okay All so, right. i see what you mean now i'm yeah whew. i know we're far away it, from the flirpy incident 
right. Slurpee phenomenon. So it, it does like immediately get a little bit better. So this cat, they call it the drooler because it drools. I mean, I mean Franklin drools, great. but I don't call him names about it. <laughs> <laughs> well, it sounds like he he might have like an actual problem. Like they say that it's it's kind of like the neighborhood stray cat like it's you know super friendly and like you know likes to just kind of like sit in everyone's lawn and but they also describe it as like you know if you sit down in your lawn chair it might have a puddle on it (laughs) cat just like drools like excessively okay but it seems like a really happy cat like as much as they you know call it names and it sounds like the kids around kind of like like terrorize it a little bit it doesn't seem to bother the cat at all like they describe it in a way that this cat just has like a great temperament and like just kind of meanders around and like rubs up against people and like you know super friendly just like couldn't be bothered like totally fine but it's probably bothered when its tail is pulled off correct uh, so it doesn't even seem bothered by its tail being pulled off. Oh my god. Yeah, so it sounds like um, a little bit of backstory. This cat, a couple of years ago, um, had it, this it, this actually is a little tragic, had its tail run over <gasps> by a car. Oh. Just like, got in the way, had its tail run over, but since then hasn't had any feeling in the tail oh okay and so it sounds kind of like kids have been like terrors about like kind of pulling its tail for a while but like maybe it was just like a dead tail since it got run over okay it was probably just like waiting to fall off i'm still grossed out by it yeah me too i'm still horrified and like this cat should have been getting medical attention since it started drooling because honestly that is like first indication that there's something wrong right yeah but it is a stray and no one has claimed it and so no one in the community seems to be uh taking responsibility for it they just kind of like let this cat like wander around sick and tailless um so yeah tragic tragic backstory yeah i see what you mean i feel like you just hit me with a lot of very triggering incidents (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah so anyway this uh this kid comes in and is traumatized because he pulled a tail off of a cat which like very yes very traumatizing but like yeah, I don't know. Maybe the cat should be a little traumatized and you should go sit in a corner. Yeah, like maybe someone check on the cat's feelings and the cat's like medical needs as opposed to this kid. Right. Yeah, exactly. Hmm. Okay, but uh, we're with the family, so. But we're with the family. The mother seems a little bit too on the side of the child for my liking. Mm. Um, the father comes back and seems very sympathetic to the cat. Oh, okay. And is, <laughs> and is like, uh, but how's the cat? And the mom's like, but our child is traumatized. And he's like, but we should bury the tail. Oh, okay. Give, give a little funeral. Okay, I like that. So the cat's still alive though, right? Oh yeah, the cat's fine. Okay. I mean, you get in the first sentence, it's like the cat kind of like meanders away while it like watches the aftermath of this horrible accident. You know, like it's not even bothered by the tail coming off oh my body is like shivering right it's horrifying yeah 
Like, you shouldn't just be able to lose an append. Like, it's not a lizard tail. Right. Yeah, I think that's, that's like, what I'm picturing. But then I keep remembering that it's a cat. It's a cat. It's it should be attached. So sad. Yeah. Yeah. Lily Jackson Brown, what are you doing to us? Yeah, I don't know. I would not recommend... Like, if you're going to read this short story in particular, I would recommend starting, like, halfway through it. <laughs> or better yet, just skip it all together. Let us just tell you about it. We'll all suffer together. And then... Yeah. We'll get to the end. We'll let Julia tell you about it because I didn't read it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, for sure. Um, so I guess from there, we like skip a, a few days or we just kind of like things go back to normal. Cat keeps drooling, living its life, but like with a little bobtail now. Living that drool bob life. Sorry, <laughs> I don't bob know. Life. I'm trying to make light of something that I'm actually very sad about yeah it's okay it's starting to get better like right now okay thank god yeah um so down the line cat's fine everyone's fine everyone recovers from the tail incident so the the little kid vernon looks outside one day and he's like hey i think uh i think drooler found like a mouse in our yard and the mom's like gross like i don't want to deal with this right now um, so the kid goes out and he's like poking at the hole that Drooler's sniffing around. So Drooler's kind of like digging a little, like sniffing a little, like doing a little like something's here thing. Yeah. So the kid comes out and like normal asshole kid like grabs a stick and starts like poking at the hole. Oh God. Um, and like sticks his face down there and is like, what's down there? And I he's hate like, this kid. I know. I do too. Okay. <laughs> he's terrible. Okay. Um, but like as he's poking at the hole, he's like, "Oh my god, this isn't a, not an animal hole. This is a gas leak." What? Yeah. So there's like a <laughs> gas leak. In the so the first cat was a mechanic. The second cat is an electrician, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or second, like a repairman. Yeah, right. The second cat is a uh, carbon monoxide alarm. <laughs> <laughs> so the yeah so the kid's poking at the hole he's like oh my god this is a gas leak so he goes back in and is like you know shut everything off we need to like fix the gas line like there's a gas leak everyone like don't blow anything up so they have like the people come out and like rip up the yard and like fix the gas leak and whatever and but then like a newspaper got a hold of it and they're like oh like someone you know like this could have been a disaster like we're gonna come talk to the to the person who discovered this gas leak and so they come with like a photographer and like a news reporter um to cover the story and the kids like um it was me I did it I'm a hero I'm so great like take pictures of me like I'm, you know, the hero of the town and should be celebrated. Further um, proving that cats are better than people. Yeah, further proving that this guy's an asshole. Yeah. This, this six-year-old child is an asshole. <laughs> oh my god, he's only six? Yeah, or like Ugh. six. I don't know. He's pretty young. Okay, but still. He's the but worst. Still. He's my yeah. public, he's my enemy. Right. <laughs> public enemy number one. Yes. Yeah, so the the photographer is trying to deal with this kid. Meanwhile, the reporter is kind of like talking to you know whoever, and I think it was it was either the mom or dad mentioned the kids. The reporter was like, "So how did ha- like how did your son discover this?" And they, I think it was I, it was one of the parents was like, "Um, so he just looked outside and saw the cat digging, and you know he went out and like." did a little investigating, figured out the cat found a gas leak, and then he warned the town. 
so while the photographer is trying to deal with this like super high maintenance kid who's like wanting to like do photo shoots with like different outfits and like attention hog fix his hair yeah totally out of control the reporter comes over and is like uh it was actually the cat um here's our story (laughs) oh shit well yeah because that's a much better story yeah so like while the kids like doing an outfit change or like fixing his hair or whatever they do like they you know do interviews with people and like take pictures of the cat and are like posing him and are like you know making sure that he's the center of attention the kid comes back and they're like all right kid take a picture with this cat and he's like um no I'm the hero like you're taking pictures with just me like I don't want to take a picture with this drooly cat he's gross oh Uh, what a monster I know and so they were like okay fine we'll take pictures of you by yourself so they take like a couple of pictures to appease him but then like next page the news story comes out and it's just all about the cat (laughs) yes okay of course because duh who wants to take a picture of a bratty kid like they were immediately annoyed by him I also love that love that involves journalism so you can picture people who like maybe know Quillerin or like involved and like have been hearing about or maybe it was Quillerin (laughs) We oh don't know. God. We don't know. That's true. We don't. Yeah. Yeah. So new story comes out. It's all about Drooler. Okay. I have to say the name Drooler is kind of growing on me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So from there, we only have, uh, it, it only goes up. Okay. So, oh, even more. Okay, good. Yeah. So, um, Drooler has now become famous. Oh my god! Yeah, so he's getting, um, calls wanting to, like, people wanting for him to be, like, in commercials and doing photo shoots, and, like, he is a, like, high, in high demand, shall we say. these calls? (laughs) The newspaper? yeah no that's uh that's just it he he needs an agent and so (laughs) (laughs) because he didn't have anyone claiming him Mr. Jameson takes over (laughs) oh okay at least it's Mr. Jameson who seems at least pro cat but I don't love that he's still near Vernon and the mom well even better so Mr. Jameson starts fielding these calls and is like, okay, great. I'm his agent now. And so they like split the profits among like everyone in the community. And uh, <laughs> like the very last development is they send Vernon off to boarding school and give the cat his room. <laughs> oh, oh my God. Okay. <laughs> Fucking love that. <laughs> yeah. So the cat now has, his own room still doesn't have a tail but they take him to the vet and he's no longer a drooly cat anymore because he was just allergic to whatever he was eating and so (gasps) all he needed was a change in diet oh my god wait this also (laughs) this also really goes towards your uh alien cat theory that cats want to be our babies and not for (laughs) us to have for us to not have babies this cat literally yeah. kicked a kid out of its own his, his own room. Yeah, but it was a terrible kid. Like, I mean, that fair. was an upgrade. <laughs> That's, I mean, <laughs> truly fair. <laughs> uh, oh my god, that's so crazy. So yeah, a little bit of a roller coaster. <laughs> that definitely is a roller coaster. Although it is true that it probably had to be. It maybe it didn't have to be that gruesome and dark, but it did have to be dark for it to be as like 
vindicating that the kid yeah. gets shipped off at the end. Right. Oh man. That that is great, but that is that was quite the ride. <laughs> quite yeah. Quite the ride. So that's the end? Yeah, that's the end. Cat I mean, has that's... its own room, has his own agent, is making money <laughs> for the town and uh no longer has a uh excess saliva problem <laughs> excess saliva um that is truly the biggest mic drop that i think lillian jackson braun has committed yet in her <laughs> writings <laughs> oh. well thanks for reading those jules yeah no problem i'm okay. glad i could share the trauma yeah i mean you definitely did i'm glad you took that for the team and <laughs> now we don't have to read it <laughs> yeah for sure because it was quite a few pages of just terrible animal treatment oh yeah that's true and that really does go back to like yeah i remember all of those like text messages that calls when you were telling me about the the horrible treatment of dogs and cats in albania it was so sad yeah yeah no it's true not a very animal friendly country yeah. at least not in the part that I was living in I mean my cat came in with just every inch of skin covered in mange so oh. that gives you any indication yeah poor Ari poor Ari she bounced back I mean yeah she's living the life now yeah alright well thanks for listening everyone um we will i mean this one we'll probably put in the middle of a series of of a book so we'll probably have to record a little blurb or something at some point (laughs) but thank you for listening and uh yeah if you want to find us on social media we are paranormal captivity pod on instagram and paranormal pod on twitter we mostly just post pictures of our cats so we hope you enjoy that um you can find us on Patreon. We love all of our patrons there. We so, so appreciate you guys. Uh, you can just search Paranormal Captivity on Patreon and uh, we should pop up. Uh, Julie and I do a little Kitty World News update uh, that we only post on Patreon once a month. Um, and we also, I've been posting pictures of uh, my cats that I don't post on social media there. So you get a little behind the scenes there too um what else we have a goodreads book club if you want to join there uh that's super fun too and we have a fan page on facebook now too if you want to go find that you can search paranormal captivity and you should be able to find that as well um it's a closed group but you just have to answer a couple questions and they will uh should let you in if you prove your cat worthiness so that is that and um yeah we'll let you know what we're reading next time and thanks guys yeah pet your kitties and we'll talk to you soon bye bye